Sherman and Dingle in the morning. On the subject of updates, I know that you talked a little bit about it. It wasn't at this time yesterday, but it was earlier in the show about your daughter, Tingle. Yeah, for those who don't know, just going through some crazy stuff. So uh started back, I think there was it was back in August. I was gone for like a week because my daughter was uh, getting sick. She was vomiting for literally four to five days straight all the way through. Didn't know what the problem was. She was spent the uh, you know time at the hospital. She they were doing camera checks down her throat, every kind of test to figure out what's going on. She eventually stopped. That was it. Thought it was over. And then uh, she did it again recently. Uh, some events going on in her her world where you know school wasn't working out the way she wanted to. She always wanted to be a teacher and found out how crappy that is. Uh, and uh, she. Didn't want to be a teacher anymore, and that was number one side of pain. Then uh, first boyfriend broke up with her. That put her, sent her down the deep end, and then she started doing it again this weekend when we went down to Alabama to move her stuff out and bring her back home. And uh, so she was, since past Sunday, she was in a, three different ERs in Alabama, three different uh, hospitals because she just could not stop. I mean, and when I say not stop... You know, there was a good five to ten minute breaks between each episode. Like, and it just goes all night. She didn't sleep. Of throwing up. Yeah, she didn't sleep, didn't eat, didn't have any food. And this is going on for like 72 hours. So, the last time she went to an ER, they gave her some morphine. Uh, and and it kind of set things off where she, she was able to go to sleep. And then she woke up and she called yesterday during the show... And she goes, Dad, I'm feeling better. I'm coming home. Uh, th- this is right after uh, around 7 o'clock. She goes, I feel good. I slept all night. I actually drank something and didn't throw it up, and I'm coming home. I said, that's awesome. This is great. All right, we'll focus on, on getting you some more, better help when you get home. And then an hour after that, my wife calls me. She goes, we're at the airport, and it's start- starting again. I said, what now? And she goes, Kayla started working herself up. She goes, what if I get sick on the plane? What if, oh, what if it happens on the plane? Oh, my God. Now my stomach's starting to hurt right now. It's actually starting to hurt right now. And then she just you know, worked herself up with this anxiety and went to the restroom, called me from the restroom, said she threw up again. I was trying to calm her down and I, the best way I could. I didn't know how to do this. And I'm like, listen, Kaylee, you're going to be home. Don't worry about it. We'll get you home. It's only a two-hour flight. You know, toughen it out and come home, and, and we'll take care of it then. And April called me on the plane and you could hear her in the background how loud she is with the, you know, all the just the episodes over yeah. and over again. The the pilot came back really? to check on her. The the flight attendants were all came and they said my wife said they were all super helpful and nice, but she was you know really embarrassed for Kayla. She felt bad for her because it was so loud and she was sick the whole flight. And yesterday I went and got him at O'Hare. They landed and she just looked like she looked like Jenny and Forrest Gump when she had AIDS. Like she was just her, her she was just completely pale, super thin. Just looked like she hasn't slept in a decade. I've never heard that description before, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's how I do it. And she just she looked really horrible. And uh, we get her in the car and she's just you know hopping from the back seat to the front seat trying to find comfort. She's and I brought a plastic bag and uh, a trash bag. She's you know puking in that bag. Get home, take her to an ER. Another ER got 20 people deep. She's not going to be seen. She's sitting there and she can't move. Uh, I said, Kayla, we're going to sit here all day and nothing's going to happen. We've got to come home and just, you know, go in a hot showers, make her feel good. So she comes home. She sits in a hot shower. She comes downstairs. She actually feels good for about five minutes, then is back at it again. 
like, you got to be kidding me. And then so eventually last night, April took her to another ER and they just waited until they got in. And the last thing I got before, um, you know, I don't know how, I don't know what time they got back at, but um, she had, April texted me and said that they gave her uh, some anti-anxiety medication, yeah. which calmed her down. Uh, when I woke up this morning, she was sleeping. She did wake up while I was downstairs in the, you know, 2.15, 2.30 in the morning to get something to drink. And she was drinking some Pedialyte and holding that down. And she went back to bed, which was good. But, uh, you know, this whole thing is is uh, being brought on by anxiety and stress. And I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how what, what to say to comfort someone. You feel helpless as someone who knows nothing about anxiety. It's weird. And the only thing I can do now is, you know, put her in the direction of somebody that can give her help and... You know, is there some medication that can help? Well, I don't know. We, I mean, I don't to do. we talked about this last night. I mean, he called me. I was in my garage working on some stuff, and you you had told me about the the flight, and I I gave you some some literature that I I was lucky enough to receive, and I, and I talked to somebody because I one thousand percent understand exactly what your daughter's going through. You've dealt with it, I completely, and I I continue to deal with it now. I have maintained it very very well, and I'll be honest, I never I was like I'm I've always been high strung. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But I never had a problem with my mind going in places that was so terrifying until maybe about six years ago. And it was all just one thing. It, was, it all happened at the same time. And it's weird how the brain works because it's going to work on its, it's, it's in, in its own way without you wanting to, to do what you want it to do. For instance, I'll give an example. My son, Evan, he uh, came down with Crohn's disease, and I've talked about it on the show a bunch of times, but we didn't know what it was at the time. And it was just, it was ridiculous of going through all that. I'm not going to get into it, but it was, and it's a, still, it's a, a lifelong thing that he has to deal with. And it's, it was a trigger. It, it, well, that was the beginning. So before that had happened, I always was able to just swallow anything. I could swallow if I was angry, if uh, I had some kind of emotion, whatever, whatever it was, if something was really bothering me, I had no problem just burying it. Now it would come out from time to time. You know, I'd throw a hammer in the garage or something because that's a Sherman way. You know, you get angry at something else you're doing and it comes out. But I had never been in the position where when I was sitting somewhere, like at my desk, all of a sudden go into sheer panic and not know why. And that's the worst thing because you think that you're going out of your mind. And so that was what... But you didn't get sick. You know, it was weird. But it's different. I, I, I know there's different things. There's yeah. different levels for everybody. But it's 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 still the same thing, and I'll explain why. Because, like, for her, for instance, she you said that, what what if I, what if this happens here? What if I get sick on the plane? What if I this? She started working herself up. It's complete anxiety, because that would be with me. Like, I remember having this episode one time. I even left work. This was maybe about four or five years ago. And I didn't tell you because I was embarrassed about it. I was embarrassed about it. I have no problem with talking about it now. But at the time, it was very embarrassing because I thought, am I losing my mind? And all it was is is the, your mind just goes into a place and it's this – it's almost like a somersault. It's like you're on – uh, an amusement park ride that never ends, but you're in sheer terror or claustrophobic. Like I, I, I get claustrophobic yeah. from time to time. It's that feeling and it never ends. And it's so terrifying. And it's very easy for someone like yourself to go, well, just deal with it. Yeah, you don't know how to do it. Yeah, and, it, and that just irritates somebody that's going through it more because you want to tell them, what do you think? I want to do this? You think that I want to be feeling this yeah. way? Like if, if I had a way 
to fix this myself. I would have done it already before you've even told me. So let me ask you a question. Based on what I said about the events in my daughter's life, about how her, you know, she had the, first of all, not having a good time at school. Her dream of becoming a teacher was crushed. Yes. And so she was, you know, she wanted to switch majors. And then the boyfriend breaking yeah. up with her, the all first boyfriend, all that stuff. Because this seems like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, and it will. And a lot of times, it will. What it happens with me, and maybe it happens with her too. It doesn't happen at the moment that the stress is happening. It waits for. It's like a monster. It waits for you to be calm. That's when it attacks you because you're off your guard. And it would be in the weirdest spots. It would be. I, I was getting a massage one time. Isn't that the most relaxing? And you place? freaked out. I had to leave the massage, and I felt so bad for this person that was giving me a massage. Oh, she thought she, she it thought was like on her reflecting yeah. on her. And I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with you. In it, its comp- complete panic mode, it was the times that I was calm, and I would always be busy. Like I'm, I'm all, and I still have that habit. I always have to be doing something. If I am at idle, that's when I have to try even harder. Of, of not letting that come out. Now I, I've I've gained some exercises due to some some fantastic this this uh, therapist that I see. Her name is Dr. Sarah, and uh, that's the literature I gave you. And she gave me some great advice. Just it's so stupid. Breathing. Breathing is the the most ridiculous thing you would think that could help that, but that's it, it is completely that. And it's basically just getting your mind off of what was going on. And it, it, this was the best thing. I had an episode that went for a week straight. And it sounds horrible to say when I say this, so don't judge me, and I'm not a a threat. I could understand. I'm not giving it the okay, but I can understand why people's minds would go to suicide because it was a week straight of being completely terrified. I would never do it, but I can understand how somebody's mind could go I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. Now, here's a question for you. Is this something that... You know, uh, is a one-time thing, or is this going to come out again? Uh, oh, it's not a one-time no, thing. No, no, hear me out. Is, is it going to come out again if a series of things happen, or can it just happen at any time? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Because of one thing. This is this is what I'm going to put together, just knowing what I go through with some of this stuff. I have triggers. There's, there's certain things that trigger me that reminds me of something that happened when it happened before. And I'll tell you, when you went back to Alabama, complete trigger. Totally. Because she was stressed out with, while she was there, I'm sure, because she was reminded about, okay, I have to. what am I going to do in my life now? I, I've decided to change. It's a panic that kids go through. Careers. Of what's going to happen. She's probably worried about disappointing you. The boyfriend that sh- happened, or the ex-boyfriend that happened to show up. Com- I mean, all of that all at one time. Of course, that was a complete reminder of what she was going through. And then her mind just it goes into meltdown mode. Okay. So with that being said, let's just say, because my youngest daughter is going to Alabama in July. Let's just say we all go to visit her. Is that something that she has to start popping some medication before she even goes? No, listen. Or what do you do? Listen, I have taken medication. I do not take medication. Right. I I have taken it before, but I'm not on medication. Uh, I've I've noticed for me, and and, it's different with everybody else. I'm not saying, oh, you can't take medication. It's whatever works for you. What what works for me is the breathing, the breathing, and then just grounding myself in in the way that I do it. And and I'll I'll quote the person that told me. Her name was Doctor Sarah, and. What it is is just taking a deep breath. Just, it sounds ridiculous, I know. Just breathing and then touching something that has texture. 
whether it's your chair, whether it's your, your pants that you're wearing, and then just focusing on what that feels like. That's all you do. I know that sounds stupid, but it takes your mind off of what's going on because while you're having an anxiety attack, all it is is your adrenaline. Your adrenaline is activating, but you don't know that it's even activating. So you're starting to breathe heavy. You're sweating. You're getting all tense. You're in fight mode, but you don't know why. Your body is triggering this for some weird reason. Don't know why. Don't want it to do it, but it does it anyway. So when that breathing takes you out of the adrenaline mode, and that's how you can ground yourself, and that's how you can get out of that mode of being, uh, uh, uh. Now you have to, it's a practice thing. You got to practice to know, okay, this is just a feeling. This is not reality. I'm not in trouble. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, my life is not in danger. You have to tell yourself that. It's a practice thing. I've gotten much better at it. Well, I hope she does something like that because I just don't, I don't want to see her go through this again. You just feel helpless as a parent when your kid's vomiting for five days straight and you don't know what to do. Hey, Stacy. ERs can't fix her. Stacy in Elmhurst. Sorry about keeping you on hold. What's up, Stacy? Oh, that's okay. I agree with everything that Sherman said. However, my son had a panic attack um, a, a couple years ago, and a paramedic told him to eat cinnamon gum, gum or like a hard candy because something with the cinnamon triggers the brain and it gets you to calm down. And now my son refuses to take medicine for his anxiety attacks, but he keeps cinnamon gum and candy with him at all times so that Whenever something comes on, she takes that, and it does it does calm him down tremendously. Works. Well, whatever works for yeah. I mean, it, it may work for you. That that's great that it works for for uh, for your son. Hey, Dusty in Libertyville, you kind of go through hey. the same thing too, huh? What's up, Dusty? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so my daughter Haley, she's twenty one. Uh, she goes. She's a junior at Lake Worth College. She wants to be a uh, secondary educator. <laughs> um, so, uh, but she has had uh, basically like OCD and pa- and anxiety forever. I mean, since she was probably a freshman in high school, uh, she had gone through BetterHelp. That helped for a while. Now she's actually seeing a real therapist. But they put her on Zoloft, and it works really well for her. Uh, what is that? Her, it's just it's anxiety medication. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's all. That's, yeah. Sorry. So that's and the. It, it really, yeah, it really works for her. Um, I know with her, I've just kind of just instilled in her that school is the only thing that she should be thinking about. Don't worry about anything else. Just do your best, and you know. It's easy, it's, but it's easy to say. Let, that, let me let me ask Dusty a question real quick. Yeah. Dusty, that that Zoloft stuff is that something that you is it you take daily or you just take it when you feel something coming on? No, she takes it every day, and okay. it's it's a prescription, but it's not it, it, again. We have the worst health insurance, and they still pay for it. I mean, our health okay. insurance is poor. But it's different okay. with everybody. Thank you, Dusty, too, by the way. It's different. Like, you can't just use that as No, I get the, it. I'm just hearing answer. what people say. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's different for everybody. I just like to hear about person. their situations and how yeah. it works for them. Yeah, be honest, I, I never liked it. Like, I've taken Xanax before, but, but it's only been, like, I don't know, maybe three times. You don't like it? I don't like how it makes how me feel. How did you take it? There's no way I could when do the show. you had an episode coming on, or did you take it daily? I took it one time before I went to bed because I didn't want to be awake all night because my mind would just race. Anybody that has anxiety knows exactly what I'm talking about. And it's it, it's like you're just changing the channels on a television as fast as you can, and it's all stuff you're thinking about. And you just can't, you're like, shut up! Stop! <laughs> like, you want it to calm down and, like, stop the voices. Well, hear me out. Let's say you're at your house. You yeah. don't take medication, but you start feeling that panicky feeling coming on. Yes. Could you take one of those pills and, and it would take care of it right then and there? Or is it too late? Um, you have to no, take no, it? no, no. You you could take it then. But I uh, I find it, for me, it's, it's just more helpful just 
to breathe because I can get through it. And then okay. I'll, I'll tell you, and I, this is the reason why I like that. And I, I'm not saying this is for everybody, but the reason I like it, it makes me confident that I could handle myself somewhere else if I didn't have anything. Because that can make you mess with your mind even more. Like, well, I don't have the pill. I don't have the pill. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? Here's going to be. Ah! Yeah. You're done. I get it. I get it. And then you're going to go out of your mind. But if you are confident in yourself that you can handle it yourself, which you, you can. You can. Yeah. So you got to train me. yourself to be, have that confidence. Right. You okay. Breathing and just feeling whatever it is, whether it's your jeans, your chair, whatever it is. Like I said, it takes practice. It's all, it's all practice. I, I know that she'll be able to get through it. She's going through a rough time right now. Yeah, it's rough. Time. I just, I, like I said, I, it's just uh, hard to sit back and watch your kid just go through something. You don't know what to do because you're not used to it. I get it. it. That was the whole reason why it came out for me because it happened. You know, my, my son going through all that stuff. You feel helpless and you want control. And I am a control freak. That's all I want is control all the time. It's a myth. I know it's a myth. But for some reason in your head, you still go, ah, there's still a way I can control it. No, there's no control at all. But this is the way that you can kind of keep yourself in control when you're out of control. Or you can just turn to Ambrosia. Ambrosia heals Ambrosia everything. will not get you out of that situation. The band I've Ambrosia tr- I've heals tr- all. I've tried before. Well, uh, hopefully you can get through the phones right now. I know there's a lot of people that are calling on, on this, but I know that, uh, what is the 5 What is the five at 805? Before we get way We're too like out of shape here time-wise. 75 bucks. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's good money right there. All right, 312-642. Hopefully that helped somebody out. And hopefully that helps you out too, Tingle. I just want to make sure. Yeah, because we'll see. I, I mean, understand. there's nothing I can do. You know, I just I want to get her help. So whatever I got to do to do it, I'll do it. Well, you're doing the right thing by talking about it. It's good because I'll be honest, I didn't talk about it for the longest time because I was embarrassed to talk about it. Like there was something wrong with me. And I feel that if I talk about it, it gives that monster less. So it makes me feel better. Dig it. You're listening to the Sherman and Tingle Show on 97.1 FM, The Drive. And on the Drive mobile app.